0: Welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories full to the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here are news, reviews, discussion, and of course stories. I am your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And it is the last week of March here on Radio Drama Revival, and we are wrapping up our uh, three-part series of Any Other Dublin. It is a uh, darkly comedic Uh, portraiture from uh, Dublin, Ireland. Um, These are characters who have survived the recession and sort of uh, point out the quirky, weird underbellies of Dublin in the modern era. Um, Sort of a nod to James Joyce, but uh, totally transformed for the modern age. Uh, Technologists and uh, organic farmers and uh, uh, real estate developers and writers and all sorts of other odd characters with weird uh, fetishes (laughs) and other things. Um, So we've got two more episodes of that. Uh, Gareth Stack is the creator of this show, Uh, as well, of course, is a fantastic cast and crew. Um, Gareth, who the creator also happens to be a protege of Roger Gregg, uh, mostly is recorded on location um, using sort of improvised sound stages as well as uh, live spaces for the sound, which, you know, sort of is a... Uh, Sure way to to reach my heart as an audio dramatist. The first piece is about Martha, tech entrepreneur and divorcee, runs her own uh, Web 2.0 business, and is considered a bit of an inspiration, though she has, uh, maybe there's a little bit more under the surface to her than could be believed. Um, There's also then Fatuma in the final segment, looking for love in the big sped city, an African immigrant from Liberia trying to use her Christian faith to make it feel part of ireland ireland is quite different than liberia and um, and we have her adventures trying to integrate with her new country those are the last two pieces with any other dublin gareth stack's dead medium comedy collection um, with the support of the broadcast authority of ireland any other dublin episodes five and six this
1: program was made with the support of the broadcasting authority of ireland
2: Lighting rig? Check. Caterer? Check. Um, invitations for DCC? Uh, which departments? Well, we'll want green bays anyway. The studio, beta, you know, all the ones that don't actually do anything. i check. Fantastic. Oh, Viola dear, you and I are going to make this cycle for the orphans of Kimmage the event of the season. Yes, Martha. Turn that frown upside down, kitten. My success is your success. Yes, oh, Mar- dear. Is it Terry? Um, can you deal with it, kitten? I've told him I'm not interested, but he just keeps pestering me like a teenager in heat. Of course. Viola?
3: Yes, Martha? Put on a dress, girl. You look like a baker's boy. Thank you, Martha.
1: It's Sunday, and Martha Heinz 53, a native of Laoghaire, County Dublin, is preparing a charity event at the RDS... Martha is a highly successful entrepreneur.
3: Uh, no, it is Viola. Yes, your mommy can't come to the phone right now. No, I am sorry for you. How is your little sister? Yes, I know she very sick. Tell her to take medicine. M- Martha told me to say. Uh, l- let me read out loud. Uh, when I divorced their father, I expected him to look after our wretched children. She also wants me to tell you she wishes you and your sister would just grow up, get on with your lives and leave her to be alone. Do you hear me? Stop crying! Hello? Terry, hello? Marta doesn't like me to say hero, but I would say she is very much my idol. She does so much for the woman. I think that people would be wise to keep eyes on Marta. If they're not careful, she will do to the politics what she do to the business.
2: These little people have no concept of why the small business owner needs to be paid ten times more than her employee at the next desk. They've never built anything, let alone a reputation. Um, Speaking of little people, do you have that donation for the orphans? Oh, absolutely, Martha.
4: I can't wait to see you glide off on your fantastic little bicycle. Let me just get my checkbook out.
2: (laughs) These minions can't understand the risks we entrepreneurs take. The benefits we offer society. (gasps) They're just not our kind of person. They
4: just have no idea, do they? They think all we have time to do is drive the kids to soccer and boss them about all day. (laughs) What was it we agreed? 2K?
1: Martha and business partner Lorraine co-founded web enterprise and publishing firm webble boo boo in 2007 with a grant from Enterprise Ireland's Cracked Glass Ceiling Fund.
2: These jobs can't imagine what the business owner had to do to get her enterprise off the ground. The sacrifices she had to make. You, you did say a couple of thousand, dear, but I was really hoping that by that you meant at least three or four. That's exactly the kind of vision employees
4: lack. Can I just say I have so much respect for you doing this charity cycle, Martha. All the way across the south of France. I can't even imagine.
2: Oh, it's really the least I can do for the orphans, don't you think?
4: After all, I am a mother. Sometimes, Martha, I wish you were my mother. <laughs> you must be in such good shape. Easy, Lorraine.
2: Control yourself. Four thousand. Uh, uh, and
4: you're forgetting that, dear. Uh, um, four thousand two hundred. <laughs> My goodness! Well, it really does seem like a good cause. Excuse me, young lady, how much do you charge here for a cappuccino? I'll just have a tea myself. Coffee is a 280, madame. Well, in that case,
2: I'll have a glass of ice cold tap water then. It's like they don't even know there's a
4: recession on. It's not as if this place is that upmarket. <laughs> it's no Shelburne, that's for sure. Well, they let us in, didn't they? <laughs> 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 there you go, madame. One tea and one tap water. Oh, excuse me, waitress. Is this filtered? I'm not sure I can check, madame. Oh, never mind. I brought my bretta. So, what was it you wanted to talk about, Martha? It sounded quite urgent on the phone. I won't waste your time, Lorraine.
2: I'm letting you go. Pardon me? Oh, it's quite simple, dear. I've realised that you're just not contributing as much as Webbledy Boo needs. It's come time to cut the fat. And you're looking decidedly, well, flabby. What are you talking about, Martha?
4: We're a legal partnership. You can't Not just...
2: Not legally. No. I'll have you
4: over a barrel in court if you try to
2: Oh, them. best drop the threats, Lorraine. This is all going on tape. It turns out you might have been a little too trusting with the paperwork when we first put Webbledy Boo Boo together. But... but...
4: I invested everything I got from Andrew in the divorce. And I just finished writing you a cheque for your bloody holiday. And I do appreciate it, Lorraine. Every little helps. Little? Well, if it's so little, I want it back. Every penny of it. And if you're going to pull this on professional nonsense, I'm not staying in business with you a moment longer. Oh, I did warn you to get a better solicitor,
2: dear. Technically, your chump change was an angel investment and your ..0004 percent of the business is now worth approximately well... enough for that tea.
4: You won't get away with this. Waitress I say waitress. Is everything all right with your uh, water? Oh, yes, yes. Perfectly adequate.
2: I was just leaving. Be a good girl and go and get my friend here, the bill. I like to come here and just walk and talk with Daddy for hours. Especially on sunny days. He's always such a good listener. Aren't you, Daddy?
1: Martha's father, Lawrence is buried on the tranquil grounds of Glasnevin Cemetery.
2: Now I've sorted things out with upper management, Daddy's been helping me decide what to do about all the lazy good-for-nothings at the office. Poor Daddy was in business too. Import-export. He knew how to deal with a lot of work-shy and greedy bureaucrats. Little men who couldn't understand his vision for nuclear reprocessing in Ireland. In the end, he had to do a lot of his work under the Shroud of Darkness. Poor man. I suppose that's why the Gardee made such a show of throwing you in prison. What's
3: that, Daddy? What's that? (gasps) (laughs) Gather around, every lady. Martha have something
5: to
2: tell to you. Thank you, Viola. Now, now, kittens. You'll all be excited to hear that there are a number of big changes afoot. If you hadn't noticed, my former partner, Lorraine, has moved on to other, lesser things. In the end, she just wasn't
4: webbledy-boo-boo material. Uh, excuse me, Myrta? What is it, Randy? It, it, it's, it's Ruth. I was just wondering, if Lorraine is gone, may I have her parking space? Absolutely not.
2: Now that I don't need to chop every penny in half, I'll be driving something big enough for two spots. Now, as some of you may have heard on television, we're going through some tough times here in Mother Ireland. Things are tight, and I'm afraid I simply can't afford to keep paying these sky-high wages.
5: But Martha, most of us are already on minimum wage.
2: Oh, a very poor name for such a high figure. Thankfully. The government have made things a bit easier for small businesses with a new scheme. I'll need you all to go off the books for a few months till you qualify for Jobs Bridge. It's a fantastic opportunity, really. Free training and um, all that.
6: But, Martha, uh, Webbledy Boo Boo made record profits
1: last year.
2: Viola, help Lauren pack up her things. What? You can't just... Read your contract, Lauren. Instant dismissal for leaking valuable financial information.
7: My name's Laura. I've worked here for years. This is ridiculous. That
3: information's all over our website.
2: Then you can just add cyberbullying and digital fraud to the list of things I'll be reporting to on Garda Shia Security! Um, Marta, we don't have any security soldiers. Oh, for God's sake. Grab her yourself then. Put something in her mouth. A gag or something. I'll, I'll, let go of me. Keep oh. still. It's a god. That's enough, Marta. It too, Randy. After all I've done for you, grab her, Viola. Tie her with your other garter. Keep away. I have pepper spray. You don't have the balls, Randy. <laughs> don't make me fire again. Well, it seems we have a Mexican standoff. We can't handle it anymore. We. Who is this we? Are there others amongst you who question my authority? Well,
6: now that you mention it, Martha, I have been thinking. Speak up, girl! These uniforms you make us wear a little of meaning. I mean, we don't even deal with customers.
2: Very well, Alan. You've shown which side your bread is buttered. And it's the one that always lands on the floor. Uh, it's Ella, actually.
4: Things have gotten very odd at the office ever since you started making people go into the naughty box for the slightest infraction. Poor Rebecca's been in there for a week. Help me. And she'll
2: be in there until I feel her work has improved. I made you, Ruth. And I can break you.
4: Well, well, what's this? Flaming torches. Have your troops mutinied already, Martha?
2: Lorraine. Get out of here before I call the police. This isn't your company
4: anymore. Oh, don't worry, Martha. I'll be leaving any minute, but not before I've said my piece. Girls, I'm starting a new business, sugarandspice.ie. Who'll leave this dragon's death and come join me? Together, we can change the world of online (laughs) micropublishing.
3: Take us
7: with you, Lorraine.
4: Well? What do you say, girls? Will you climb aboard the good ship Lorraine and sail her to the welcoming harbor of Irish Web Awards? Will there be a naughty box, Lorraine? No, Ella. No company of mine will ever have a naughty
2: box. Don't believe her lies. The naughty box was Lorraine's idea in the first place.
4: At sugarandspice.ie, we'll have two donuts each for brunch every Tuesday afternoon, and massage vouchers for the top worker once a month. I do like a good rub. Not to you too, Viola. You're my right hand.
5: I should have left you in the gutter where I found you. We met at Better Business
3: Conference, Martha.
4: You're a valuable enforcer, Viola. Whatever do do I pay you, I'll increase it by 4% per annum. What do you say, Martha? Can you
5: match that? I do not negotiate with terrorists. Lead way,
2: Lorraine. I can't wait to move on to new opportunity. Cowards, all of you. After all I've done for you, I don't need a single one of you crabby witches. I can run my business single-handed. Leechers. Moochers. You will see? You come running back. Back. Come back! Vision. Women.
4: Technology! Thank you. Martha, darling, that was magnificent. Allow me to introduce you to our Lord Mayor.
1: It's Tuesday, and Martha is preparing to set off on her charity cycle from Dunlira in the Republic of Ireland to Bordeaux in the south of France.
2: Your Royal Highness. Wonderful to meet you. I've had no need for that. You can just call me Pascal. Oh. I wanted to wish you the
7: best of luck on your cycle. I'm sure you're doing a fantastic work with the orphans. A uh, 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 fair place. A very good job. That's
2: all very well, Pascal. What have you done for women in business lately? Well, I... Uh...
4: Oh, don't mind her, Lord Mayor. Martha enjoys nothing more than teasing a man.
2: Ah, oh, I see. <laughs> don't worry, Lord Mayor. I know what it's like. My father was a man. Wait, right. right. Uh, well, if you'll both excuse
6: me... Uh, Murder, Heinz
2: Yes, yes, they'll have the pavilion down in a moment, guard. Right after I've set off on my
6: trip. I'm arresting you under the Criminal Justice Act 1984. You will be taken from here to Dun Station, where you will charged with eight counts of fraud, two counts of assault, and one count of the shop and the Peace. Uh, do you understand these charges?
2: Oh, out of my way. I'll deal with this nonsense when I get back.
6: Well, I'm afraid I'm going to have to detain you, Mrs Heinzheimer.
2: Ow! Ow! You're assaulting me! I'll have your badge, you bloody more
6: cock. You're not obliged to say anything unless you wish to do so, but whatever you do say will be taken down in writing and may be given in evidence. How
2: dare you! I am a pillar of the business community! Lord Mayor! Pascal!
8: So, uh, just so everyone understands why they're here at Court Mandated Psychotherapy, can we have a go around the room and everyone can explain what they did to get sentenced to come here? a week. Boring. Look,
1: like I said the last time, some skank in the lavies and cue bars said I had a go at her. I barely even touched her.
6: Very good Oisin. Uh, Bernie, how are uh, you? Uh, well Sean Oak, uh, uh, you, you and I know each other very well uh, f- from we previous stint in, in the joy. <laughs> Indeed we do Bernie. Uh, I, I Actually I meant to ask you, uh, uh, have you got full use of your uh, Your organs back after the riot in the canteen. Uh, There is no need to drag a highlight up again. (laughs) No, there was was no need for that at all. Uh, It it was uncalled for for them to do that to you with the uh, soup ladle. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't even a screw.
8: Jolita, you haven't said anything yet today.
5: Yeah, yeah. Some Catholic prude obviously decided my burlesque show was too graphic. Well. You were busking at 11 a.m.
2: on Grafton Street, kitten. Maybe I wouldn't have had to busk if you'd paid me anything for my bloody book. Not every book finds a market, Jolita. Publishing is a business, not a charity. Oh, crook. Which oh, brings us to matter. Well, I'm not supposed to be here, really. It's all a big misunderstanding. It turns out I was lied to about my charity. Apparently there are no orphanages in Kimmage. You can't imagine how upset I was to find out. I've already offered my apologies to the Lord Mayor. No need for us all to get too Pally. I'm hoping the whole thing will be sorted out in a day or two and I can get on with my cycle and you can all get back to your tearful confessions or whatever it is that you do here.
8: (sighs) Wow, it seems like not one of you accepts you've done anything wrong. Well, it's a start. It's perhaps the worst start possible, but it is a start.
1: This programme was made with the support of the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland.
9: Fatima, my darling girl. How are you?
10: Oh, Pastor, good to see you again. I'm fine. And how are you two? Oh,
9: thank God. What are we going to do with you?
10: You might have to marry me yourself.
9: You know, Fatima, if I wasn't already on the hook, I will have you at the altar in a minute. You awful girl.
10: But that can be arranged, Pastor. We could have an accident for your wife.
9: That is not funny, Fatima. Mm. I love my wife.
10: Ah, But would you love her if she fell down the stairs? and she was lying at the bottom, and she had no head.
9: That is a terrible thing to say. Please,
1: don't threaten Margaret.
10: Oh no, pastor. I get all well with Margaret. That was just a little joke.
1: Fatuma is a recent immigrant from the troubled West African nation of Liberia. A hard worker, after only two years in Ireland, Fatuma has already established her own shop selling mobile phones and religious accessories on the busy concourse of Dublin's Moore Street. Having found success in business, Fatima is eager to find love. Fatima, let's
9: be serious now. I have a minute to have a chat with you for a while.
10: Oh, really, Pastor? Do you have a husband in mind for me? Or do you need someone to help out at the church? I'm always free, you know.
9: Well... I'll keep my eyes out and I'll let the other ladies know you're interested in helping out. But it's not that. What is it? I've heard some rumors, Fatima. Probably silliness. Some people from the parish have been telling me you have been messing around with the devil.
10: Pastor! But you know you shouldn't be listening to gossip.
9: I know. I knew there was nothing to it. You're a good girl. I don't think you will play with the dark forces.
10: You mean like demons and witches and things?
9: You know I would never fool with that stuff. She did it got into her head that you were trying to sell her some magic cards.
10: Oh, you mean my spirit pack? Don't worry about that, Pastor. It's just to tell the future and bring a bit of good luck. Nothing serious.
9: You must know such things are forbidden. The dark arts.
10: Don't be so silly, Pastor. It's just a bit of fun. Would you like me to do your tarot now?
9: I most certainly would not. Fatima.
10: Oh, come on. It's only playing. Let me read your future. I
9: don't think so, Fatima. It would not be appropriate. There are things men were not meant to know.
10: I knew you were going to say that. I saw it in the cards.
9: <laughs> Fatima, I'm being very serious now.
10: I know. You are wearing your I am being very serious now face.
9: These are occult things, Fatima. Dark just things.
10: Just look at the park, Pastor. Let's just look dark to you. Look at all the pretty colours. See, here, we have the baby Jesus on this guy, And the next one is St. Christine.
9: St. Christine? I do not know that one. She must be new.
10: And here is St. Thomas. See how easy it was to find him. You can collect them all. I saw them right from the shop. Normally, they are 15 euros. But for you, only 11 euros. I will not take a penny more. I do not think so. Not another word, Pastor. And quickly, quickly, please give me the money. I don't want the other customers to see. I'm giving you special prices.
9: Okay, okay. What do you share? Eleven euros?
10: Yes. And you can get another pack next time you come around. You can use them to tell the future. Or to discover if your wife is cheating on you.
9: Well, I wouldn't do that. No, of course not. It would not be appropriate for a pastor.
10: Why would you need to know the next week's lottery numbers? Or how high the shares are rising and falling? These are not things for a man of the spirit
9: the lottery numbers? No. Hey, of course not. I should have instructions also, so I can talk to other parishioners to know for sure they're not using the cards in the wrong way, practicing witchcraft.
10: Lucky for you, Pastor. I have just the book you need. It will tell you everything you need to know. It's only 39 euros. 39 euros? I will not charge VAT. 30 euro
9: 81 cents only. Fatima. Hey, you will sell ice to an Eskimo.
10: Oh, no, Pastor. I will never do that. They have plenty of ice already. (laughs) I have not had much luck so far. But they say the internet is the new place to meet people. Hmm. But so far, all the men I have been meeting are very angry men. One of them even showed me his weapon. I have had enough of that back home. I want a nice, successful man. With a good head of hair. It's not too much to ask, is it? You should not own a machine gun or even a handgun. man, is that you? Oh, hello. You must be Charles. My goodness. You're a whole lot of man. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. I hope you're hungry. The food is fantastically delicious. Is this a foreign place? Excuse me. It looks like... You're bloody Chinese or something. The food here is from Malaysia. Some of it is cooked by my friend Maggie from church. <laughs> you like talking, don't you? I am being so rude. And you have barely introduced yourself. Are you
7: wearing your weddings at the table? Uh, yeah, I am, I'm only up from Narva for the weekend. Is that in the
10: west of Ireland? No, it's in the beautiful county of Mead. Right in the middle of the country. I have not been there yet. But I hope the weather is better than in Dumpling. And what do you do, Charles? Do you own your own business?
7: Oh, do you? I'm into cattle.
10: Oh, my grandfather was a farmer back home.
7: Yeah, so uh, you're on the extreme right, are you?
10: Am I sitting on the wrong side? We can search places if you like. I just enjoy looking out at the street. So many different kinds of people going by. Look, the yard said you were looking for Mr. Extreme
7: Christian, right?
10: Yes, Mr. Right. And I hope he is extremely Christian because I go to church. And I like all the saints, especially St. Saint Patrick. <laughs> you want them out? Who? The snakes? But they're already gone, Charles. No, the Fugees. But I only just got here myself. You I don't
7: mind. You're grand. You're a lovely better of woman. It's the other ones, you know. The Asians and the Polacks and all them. You're not Nigerian, are you? I am originally from Liberia, but what difference does that make to you? What can I get for you both this evening? i need mean, nothing in here. Oh, well, would you like a little more
2: time to decide? I'm starving, Maggie. What is good on the menu tonight? Oh, Fatima, how are you? I didn't recognise you. You're so dressed up. I
10: love your hair. It's so long. Thank you, my friend Maggie. It's good to see you too. All
7: right, all right, all right. We'll order here then, will we?
2: Well, the beef friend Dang is good, but... I recommend the I Can Ass and Pedis this evening. Our macaron is very fresh. Oh, the mackerel sounds delicious. I've not had it before. Hey, you're Maggie, is it?
7: That's right, yes. Do you do chips? No. Do you uh, do bacon and cabbage? No. Do you do Sunday roast dinner? No. Do you do crisp sandwiches? Um, no. What kind of a place is this, eh?
2: Well, I- I'm so sorry, but we serve only traditional Malay, Chinese and Thai dishes.
7: <sighs> bloody typical foreigners.
2: Well, once again, I'm sorry,
10: sir, but perhaps I could go get the chef. It is not your sure willing to apologise or Maggie. Charles, I think you should say sorry to my friend.
7: Me? It's how should be bloody apologising. Coming over here and serving this Mongolian barbecue. How am I supposed to know what's in all this muck? It could be dogs, bits and chicken necks and all sorts of things. Hi, I think you should be going now, Charles. I'm not going home, no house. She should go home. Go home, you. I'm staying. Come here. Father man. I'm staying in a bed and breakfast up the road. Why don't we go together? I brought my camera up for Navin and we could take a few dirty pictures.
10: How dare you? You're a very rude man, Charles. Please go now and leave me alone. Well, well. Well, feck off the period, then. Don't
7: bother calling me later when you change your mind, Condoleezza rice.
2: I'm sorry, Fatima. I, I didn't mean to ruin your dinner. Oh, no. It is not your
10: fault, oh, Maggie. This men, this men, they are all like little boys. They should be on Boyfriend Finder, not on Adult Friend Finder. Oh, my my goodness. I think, Fatima,
2: that's a website for for dirty business. Hey, but how do you know that, Maggie? Oh, um, I think... I must have seen it on the television. <laughs> the television, my friend. That's where I heard about it.
10: Books about angels, books about saints, books about heaven, all the books you could ever wish for.
1: It's Sunday, and Fatuma has come to the annual International Fantasy Fiction Convention to try to sell some of her stock of religious books. Hi! Hey.
10: I do not understand this, so oh, there are hundreds of people here who all love fantasy. But none of them want to learn about the greatest fantasy of all,
1: the story of Jesus. Um, do you have any Dragonlance books?
10: Hi. Well, hello.
1: Oh, uh,
10: hi. I don't have any, but I do have a book about Saint George, the man who killed the last of the dragons. Hey, take a look. There he is on the cover. He even has a lance.
1: Um, no thanks. More
5: things going at your table, Fatima.
10: Hi, Julie. I can't explain it to you. I
5: haven't sold a single book since. Oh. This is even worse than on Mall Street. Ah, uh, same here. I think Irish people just aren't ready for sexy center fiction. Six months and it'll be bigger than vampires. But by then I'll be just another Me Too scribbler trying to leap on the bandwagon. But still, oh, Julie, I'm very impressed that you make all your own
10: books. I see it in the liner notes. You do everything. You even draw the covers. Shh,
5: not so loud. I'd prefer if people didn't realize I'm self-published.
10: You should be proud of yourself, Jolie. Hey, you, yes, huh, you over there in the costume like a little pony. This girl here is an artist and a writer. She makes up our stories and she can make her own books. You should buy some of them.
6: Are they urban fantasy?
5: <laughs> Hell no. They're way more original than that. My heroes are an ancient race of noble centaurs that secretly live amongst us.
9: Oh,
6: I love ponies. Are they, eh, I mean, is there a lot of
7: pony play?
5: Well, just between you and me, they are really steamy.
6: Oh dear, that's, eh, (laughs) that's...
5: (laughs) <laughs> How does a signed copy sound? Eight ninety nine.
7: Oh, I think uh, my niece might like it.
5: Mm.
7: Can you make it out to Midnight Sparkles?
10: There
5: you go. Oh,
10: thank you. Hi. <laughs> hey! You see, you just need to scream from the roofs above about
5: your book. Ah, oh, thanks so much, Fatima. You're such a sweetie. Tell you what. I'm doing a wire show tonight in Flipper McCree's. You should come along. Oh, thank
10: you, Jolie. But I have a service this evening. I usually go on Sunday mornings. But I've missed it this morning just because of this silly convention. Come
5: on, go mad. Skip it just this once. I would
10: skip it just this once. But there's someone special I want to see. Ooh, who's the lucky guy? Hey, hey, Jolie. He's a tremendous man, oh. He's a pillar of my community. He's very religious, too. And he has a full head of hair. Quick, quick! Pastor Sam! Could I take a moment of your time and keep it in my pocket?
9: <laughs> of course, Fatima! Hey! I always have time to talk to my favorite parishioner. What is going on with you? How is your shop? I have been playing with your cards. So many new scents these days.
10: I am so glad, Pastor Sam, but I wonder if we could talk for a moment in privacy.
9: Of course, Fatima. Come back here to the rectory.
10: Oh, if you prefer, Pastor, we could talk in my apartment. It's not so far away. I could cook you something delicious. You must be starving after all your hard work on this evening,
9: sermon. That, that would be lovely, Fatima. Perhaps another time. What is it you want to talk to me about? Are you concerned about the spiritual matters?
10: Wow, I have never been back here before. You have such a beautiful home. Did you decorate it yourself?
9: Uh, Mostly it was Margaret. She is the one with the eye for this kind of things.
10: I love all your paintings. Did your wife paint them too?
9: Uh, Oh no, um, that one is a copy of a painting by famous German man called Max Ennis.
10: It's very disturbing, I think, but also very naughty.
9: Well, perhaps we'll go back to the church. I I think that everyone is gone by now. Oh,
10: no, no, Pastor, not so quick. I prefer (laughs) it in here. It's all private, just the two of us.
9: Now, Fatima, what was it you wanted to talk to me about exactly?
10: Oh, Pastor, I hoped that you'll have some advice to give me. As a man who speaks to many people about love, I've been feeling so lonely since I came to Ireland. You have? Yes. Although I've met so many men from the internet. How many exactly? Even more than you can imagine. But they are all the same. All of them are crazy, or they have no job, or they think that they are all that, when they're actually not all that at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pastor, I need a real man, a strong Christian man, who does not need me to take care of him. I need a man who is not intimidated by a strong woman like me. A woman who knows what she wants.
9: And what is that?
10: Hey, Pastor, I want a man I can look up to. A man like you.
9: Uh,
10: uh, Hey, wait, Pastor, it's so cozy in here. Just like in a romance
9: novel. Mm. No, Fatima, I cannot do this. I'm a holy man. I know, Pastor. We must control ourselves. The other ladies were right about you. You are a witch. (gasps) Trying to use your wicked powers to make me betray my wife. What? What are you saying, sir? Get out of here, you serpent! I And do not come back. We are holy people here. I bind you. I command the spirit in you to get out. Hey. I call upon the name of the Lord. Pastor. I call upon the name what? that is above all names. Well, the and man I for command me. the spirit in you to get out of Jesus. Hey, name. The
10: man for me, get out! Don't do this.
9: Get out of here but now before I, I throw you, you out. You the man for me. Get out pastor. of here now.
1: Two weeks have passed, and Fatuma has begun to deal with her feelings of loneliness by attending court-mandated psychotherapy.
10: And then he threw me out of the church, like a common criminal. Hey! But then my friend Julie, she told me about this therapy. She said there would be men here, and then I thought to myself, what is there to lose? I could be lucky enough to find a man with a bit of hair on his head.
6: Uh, do do criminals get thrown out of the church a lot then? Uh, 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 I would have thought that it was the one place that they could feel safe.
10: And how does that make you feel, Fatima? I felt like a foolish idiot, of course. What do you mean? How did you make me feel, Sean Ock? Are you a married man? <laughs> this isn't about me, Fatima. It's, it's, it's all about you. Oh, well then.
5: I think everyone would like to know if you are married. I think it's important to know who we're dealing with. I mean, here we are, revealing our deepest secrets to a perfect stranger. You might be a bigamist, for all we know.
8: I'm not a bigamist, Jolita.
2: Oh, pity. I need some advice on handling multiple men. Well, if you're not a bigamist, what exactly are you, Sean Oak? I'm divorced. Jolie and Fatima are desperately alone. Bernie's a cuckolded sad sack. Hey, and... hey, hey. There's no need for that. A bit late to show your rocks off now, honey. And Ushin, well...
6: What? What? I'm waiting. Go on. Give it to me.
2: Ushin is a pretty good lay.
5: Oh, you! You are! You didn't, Martha!
1: Well, few can resist my surgical strike.
5: Oh, that's it. I'm playing for the other team.
8: Well, I probably shouldn't even reveal. I mean... Boundaries are pretty important in my profession so
2: Oh, spit it out, you lily-livered half-man
8: I'm, er, uh, I'm single I was seeing someone for a long time But it, she didn't, uh, she, uh, She cheated on you It didn't work out.
5: So then we're all losers.
1: You don't actually need to be so alone if you lost a few pounds, slapped on a bit of makeup, maybe got your baps done again. Well, you wouldn't be great, but I don't know, after 12 pints and coppers? That's quite enough, O'Sheen.
8: Respect is the watchword of this process.
5: (laughs) Ha ha! Don't worry about me, Sean Ogg. I can defend myself. Mr. Clubland Sexpest doesn't worry me. Behind that desperate to impress green there is a little lost boy who just wants his mummy.
4: Don't
6: you say another word about my mother? Oh
5: yeah, what are you going to do tough guy throw a
10: punch? Look everybody you know I never usually drink. I am usually very well
6: behaved though.
2: But today today I think uh, I would like to get drunk. Then it's decided. We're all going to the pub.
6: I know a place
1: yeah, they serve all night long and the owner has a snake. And he'll even let you play with it.
6: Uh, uh, I should probably get home, lads. You know, you uh, all be at home worried about me, you know.
2: Bernie, pet. Better late than early. The last thing you want to do is interrupt.
6: I suppose I could stay for one or two.
2: Come in, Sean O'Neill.
8: We really shouldn't be socialising outside of the group. Hear that? He's too good for us.
5: Ah, fair enough, Sean Ogg. I'm sure your own friends want to see you.
8: Fine, fine, I'll come. What does it matter anyway? It's not like anyone's going to cure you lot.
5: Ah, don't blame yourself, Sean Ogg. People don't change.
0: All right. And those are the last two episodes of Any Other Dublin here on Radio Drama Revival. Hope you enjoyed those. Anyotherdublin.wordpress.com. Lots of uh, really nice stuff there. And I should also mention Gareth's own website at garethstack.com. Gareth has put together some nice articles on uh, recording audio theater um, and making a home studio and, and recording things on location and stuff like that. If you're into the Geeky uh, production side of the equation. Check out his website, GarethStack.com, um, or dig into our archives at RadiodramaRevival.com. We're starting to tidy up RadiodramaRevival.com a little bit and make it easier to find archives. You can see all the archives based on category. Um, one of the projects I want to get going is a the, you know the top uh, ten or top three shows from each genre. That would be twenty-seven shows total. There are nine genres. Uh, that I consider in radio drama. So 27 of the top shows for the Hall of Fame. I get people started. So that'll be another little project I'm working on Uh, There are ways to make a sort of a category podcast feed of just certain of the genre uh, segments. So that's another thought I've had is to sort of break up the main Radio Drama Revival feed into different ones based on genre. There are a lot of these episodes now, Um, 372 I think this one is. So uh, trying to figure that all out and make it easier for you to enjoy all that's been said. Here in Radio Drama Revival, of course, follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodramarevival or Twitter hit up at radiodrama. All right, that's a wrap for this week. Radio Drum Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM. It is podcast at Radiodramarevival.com. It's a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.